Blog Talk Radio. Celebrating their 20th year in radio broadcasting with news not heard in the news. The International Taz and Paula Show interviews experts from all walks of life, bridging research and personalized journeys, revealing new ways to unleash life with a passion of a heartbeat. And now, here's Taz and Paula. We are sending out huge hugs to all of our listeners. Thank you so so much for all of your emails this week. We love hearing from you all. And uh, we're, we're preparing. Yeah, told me to reduce stress at work, so I come to Buffalo Wild Wings to eat lunch. And- oh, we have a lot of background noise. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we need to stop that. Anyhow, today our incredible guest, Mas Sajadi, ups again our spiritual auntie by sharing his gift from heaven of pure source with all of us. And after Moss's second near-death experience, he was given unique healing and intuitive abilities. His higher frequency field healed through pure source, as Moss calls it, um, with amazing results. Moss can simply reach through the airwaves, working on one's core frequency levels to help redesign and reprogram our blueprint and if I remember correctly, Moss says that he can edit out our programming that causes the hassles. <laughs> Let's find out more about that. Although his abilities have been compared to religious figures, the healings have no religious significance, but rather are spiritual in nature. Uh, uh, it's for this reason that Moss's diverse community consists of clients of all faiths and beliefs. You are now listening to the International Taz and Paula Show. I'm Taz. And I'm Paula. Moss Sajadi says that he's always been intuitively gifted. Like many others, he's tried to hide or ignore his highly intuitive nature so he could fit in when he was younger. We all, Several of us know about that. <laughs> it, is, it is for this reason Moss has always strongly advised parents to support children who have similar affinities as he's remembered how long it took to embrace his own special abilities. Even though Moss' intuitive abilities were heightened considerably after his first NDE, where he literally was able to sense future events and the internal issues of others, and his second NDE intensified even further his intuitive and healing capabilities. Well, Moss, it is quite an honor for us to have you back again with us. Thank you for taking the time to be here today. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Well, you know, you Paula, you just talked about supporting children and Moss. You have a family of six children and two sets of twins. They add up fast when they come in twos. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> How old are they now? Uh, the first set is four and a half. The second set is thirteen. So, wow! Yeah, and one's uh, identical okay. twins. And two, uh, two that are thirteen, and two that are what? Four, you said? Uh, four and a half. Yep. Four and a half. And then, how old are yeah. the others? 
Uh, one is that his birth is actually today, 19. He's turning 19, and then the other one, the other singleton, is uh, he's going to be turning, he's 10. So. My gosh. Wow, you yeah, have crazy. quite an array there of children. And, you know, it's interesting. You have this beautiful gift that you have mm-hmm. for healing. Are Are any of them inclined to do the kind of work that you are doing? Uh, I don't know, because I, I can't really, you know, as tell as specifically, but they're all gifted. All of them are very, very gifted uh, from what I'm seeing. And that's why I think they've probably chosen, because you do choose, choose your parents, right? So right. I think that's why they've probably, like, chosen me to help. Yeah, well, what do they think about your work? Have they, have they said anything to you? Oh, oh, yeah, they acknowledge what I do. In fact, you know, if they get sick or something, they always come. It's like, Dad, can you work on me? Or Dad, can you help me with this and all that? Yeah, so uh, that happens quite a bit. Uh, but they're really intrigued, especially like my oldest son now. He's, you know, he's really understanding, say, the the intensity or the 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 potential of what I do because uh, he's helped me. Well, we were in Peru, and he actually helped me you know, with, with the event that was there. And uh, he actually saw, you know, people falling over and people like, you know, uh, just transforming in front of his own eyes. So that really, you know, uh, I guess uh, really opened him up to going, wow, there's a lot of amazing stuff here. So, yeah. Well, how does your work, how does your work differ from other healers? Uh it's a great question again, you know, nothing wrong with other healers or anything like that. But from what I've seen and this kinda of relates back to say that near death NDE, the two NDEs, you know, most there's a lot of NDEs that happen or there's a lot of people that connect to some source. Okay. So uh with the N D E though, for example, they go through this tunnel. Right, and you've heard stories. Yes, I went through this tunnel of light. I went through this. I saw, say, my loved ones around me, uh, or I, you know, my life flashed through before my eyes, and so on. You know, that's just really the, the initial phase. Uh, my second NDE helped me go through the tunnel into an openness or a vastness, and that's uh, what I call that spiritual realm, or you know, again, complete awareness. Um, and I was there. I don't know for how long. So. That's how I really differ from pretty much everybody that I've ever met, and anybody that well, there's a lot, there's so many people that come to me from, you know, trying all the sorts of different healers or different doctors or different psychologists, whatever it might be, to help them transform their life. But the, I guess the key point is I work at a spirit level, your core level. I call it the blueprint level of how your life is created or how. You know, your body's created. Um, Most people really work at a physical layer or physical level. And that's why a lot of times the transformations that they have with other people don't don't last as long or it might last, but there's some kind of suppression. You know, uh, I actually delete what's there for you. Um, Moss, when you, after you went um, uh, to the second NDE that you had, Did yeah. you, uh, you, you, you know, you see certain things. Um, and yes. I, I've experienced this. You know, it's like lessons that you see that you go, oh, okay, I can make that difference. And you're kind mm-hmm. of shown specifically. And I'm wondering, right. did you come back and do you, uh, did you write things down after you came back or, or did you just remember them or, or? Uh, how- I, 
I'm not a writer. <laughs> you know, I, I experienced things. So, uh, yes, I do remember. You know, but that was really the opening or the awareness level. Um, what happened after the NDE was I was drawn into, you know, lots of lots of meditations uh, that would last like four or five, four or five hours long. Uh, and then at that time, that's where, say, a lot of the downloads, a lot of the teachings, um, a lot of the healing abilities, things like that came into me. Uh, and then after that, or along with that, a lot of, say, dark times to acknowledge, like letting go of the physical experience that we have, uh, and then you know, transcending more of a spiritual realm. So now I see uh, I'm actually spirit having a physical experience where most people that I work on or that I see, they're humans trying to have a spiritual experience. So, uh, and you know, and Jesus and Buddha and and all those they, those individuals and and people that I work on, they go what I call through a detox level uh, of letting go of the humanness of this world and understanding that you are a pure spirit. So, and that's another now, when reason you look why at, I'm different. When you look at people, I mean, when you work with people, do you actually uh, see the image of their design? Uh, yes, uh, they're, you know, I'm a, I'm a programmer by trade of, you know, I had my own business programming business. Um, so yes, I see the back end code of say what makes you tick. So I'm, I'm, I'm a spiritual geek really. Uh, before I used <laughs> to program, you know, computers. Now I just program humans at a much higher level. Really, uh, and that's really what it is. You change your frequency or change that programming, and then the, your life changes without really any, say, effort from your part. It just happens to you. So, mm-hmm. You know, you speak about your core level because you say once we ignite that blueprint, then we can create anything from that space. Um, mm-hmm. So... Are you guys still there? Wow. I don't know. It just, it just went kind of quiet. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you um, cut out to Yeah. Yeah. You oh, okay. So uh, a couple people had emailed us, and they had asked, um, um, even talk about the chakras and anything in between. Um, and so talk about, do you work on the chakras and um, even, you you say that you work on the core level and then right. everything else is created from there. They wanted to know right. about the chakras, yeah. Oh, chakras, let me give you a diagram, okay, uh, 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 on, say, understanding the level that I work at, okay? Uh, your first layer is the physical layer, and that's where, you know, like, say, um, exercise, surgeries, uh, prescription drugs, foods, things like that work. Right, chiropractors, Western medicine, and so on. That's that level. Uh, the second level, you know, that's where you get into that. Say the energy medicines, uh, chakras, uh, psychic abilities, intuition, um, physical energies of the body. Other than the chakras, uh, that's where say most healers and so on, most uh, psychics, more most intuitions come from. Uh, again, a physical energy level. Uh, and then there's a couple layers above that, three, four, uh, and then you jump or you cross the bridge, and I call that the fifth layer, and that's your core level or your blueprint level, and that's how your spirit, say, has created, say, a program or a template, if you will, for your life structure. 
Now, you know, your 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 spirit isn't, say, as awakened, and that's why we have some of the issues that we have. You know, a lot of times you get what your parents had, right? Or you fall into the same traps or issues just because, uh, again, you're not completely awakened, uh, so you just say, I'll have what mom's having, basically, and pull over, you know, some of the programs from family values, from like past life experiences. So at that level, anyway, that's that spirit level. That's what's created for you. So I work at that level. So the chakras and so on are below that level. So if I work on that level, then the chakras say actually align and they stay aligned much more significantly. Uh, or, uh, or even let's say scoliosis. You know, people who have scoliosis, uh, they even have surgeries. And then a short term, short time later, this curve comes back. Um, and the reason being is because the underlying frequencies, uh, again, at that higher level hasn't changed. So, again, if you change the core level, then whatever you do physically, uh, just rather uh, just change for you a lot faster. Or it just happens that the shifts happen or changes happen uh, and you don't have to do anything else physically. So, so, and that's where again your chakras get aligned and they stay aligned, and so on and so on. So, are well, we on what you call automatic pilot once this core level is established, because we um, can feel the momentum and the truth kind of goes on from there? You're on automatic pilot now. Most people think that they're uh, truly awake, but most people are really under hypnosis. Uh, from what I'm seeing, you know, there's all uh, there's thousands of different like little programs that run uh, every day for you. The way you behave when you wake up, uh, the way you wash your face and so on. Again, most people aren't awake. Teen, that happens, right? Um, that's your pain body, really. It's an efficiency system that's gone awry for a lot of people. And uh, Again, they're in a trance as they go through the workday. So what I do is just really awaken you. Okay, And yes, when your spirit starts to become truly awakened and then your spirit like looks around and it's like, hey, I don't want this life anymore. You know, I've experienced this. Uh, and then the, the the natural harmony or the natural balance comes in. Uh, I call it the 360 degrees of abundance where like everything in your life starts to transform, not just like what you're focused on. Uh, and a lot of people do that. You know, they focus on something. Well, I... So. Mm-hmm. My question is, do you work on layers? Because, as you know, I'm looking at what you're doing. If you did a lot of layers all at once, somebody would go into detox really heavily. Do you do, you do it yes. in layers so it's not as bad? Yes. Yes, uh, I do. And even, by the way, the people that are listening... Uh, on this show, uh, you guys might feel a little different. So I highly recommend not driving while listening to the show, you know, because uh, people do dis- get disoriented, uh, even if I'm like speaking because I'm just like sending out those frequencies. Uh, yes, there are different layers. Some people choose to say go through them faster, you know, to get enlightened uh, than others. Some people actually don't have a detox effect. I would say about 30-40% of the people, their life does a 180 and they just like switch. They're just like somebody new with no detox effect. Uh, The other like 40-50%, they have a detox effect because they hold on to things. 
you know, and then a smaller percentage, I would say about 5% or less. Uh, it takes them a lot longer because they're either from fear or control that they have to hold on to things. Uh, and it, again, the transformation take a lot longer and they have a heavier detox because they can't let go as easily. So, You know, when we think about detox, it's usually at the physical level, but as I was reading through your question and answers on your website, it can the, the detox can uh, affect us uh, financially and and oh, spiritually. Yes, yes, yes. When I work on you, although people come to me and go, "Moss, I have a back problem," you know, I just don't work on your back because again, I awaken your spirit. You know, the same way I got connected to Pure Source. Right, it's that connection to pure source, and that's what's given me my gifts, you know, and 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 the beauty of my life. Actually, um, I actually just I'm that guide that connects you to pure source. Once you connect to pure source or God or whatever you want to call it, um, you naturally have to elevate to a higher, say, standard. So if you have issues, not only just with your back, but if you have issues like financially, uh, and say you have to let go of your debt. You know, while you might have to, you might go into bankruptcy, but that's a f- efficient way of cleaning off your debt right away and starting fresh a lot faster. Right? Things that I help you with, guys, uh, again, happens rather quickly for you. Okay? Uh, and it's not the way you might say expect uh, it to happen because that's source coming in. That's your spirit awakening, uh, and it always wants to go to the cleanest place the fastest. No matter what society terms or you know thinks is uh what is it uh okay, you know what I mean or expected well, uh, politically correct let's say I bet relationships um, <laughs> leave at times too yes, uh a lot of times you know if your relationship is not working out for you, and most people know that it's not the right person and stuff it just they just uh, tend to break apart a lot faster without them doing anything, really. So. <clears throat> There's a young lady that um, sent in a question from uh, Canada, Ottawa, Canada. Mm-hmm. She said, can you clear my third eye of any family, cultural, or past life inheritance mm-hmm. so that I can step more powerfully in my presence? Uh, I can't. It's really not about her third eye. By the way, I can work on her through you or you know just having her having you read that uh, basically a lot of stuff is in her groin area you know around below the belly button that's where she holds on to a lot of things and she's actually in her head a lot to get away from her belly so that's where she kind of gets distorted so uh actually i can just like work on her now and whoever wrote that in i don't know how you guys work but uh see how she feels even like right now she might feel that difference. But yes, disconnecting whatever family values or distortions uh, are in her belly area will really open up, say, her uh, gifts, if you will, that third eye area for her. Yeah. So there you she go. Said, I want to I create my true self. You know, I want to be in the in powerful yes. into my true self, yeah. Yeah, and so again, my- it's really about the growing area. Uh, releasing my, that groin area. So. My question mm-hmm. is, as you're working on her, is everyone yes. that's listening uh, receiving um, some healing yes. energy also? 
Yes, especially there's different uh, frequencies that I send out. One is a general frequency, kind of like encapsulating, say, your audience. Whether they listen this uh, on a replay or not, it still encapsulates you. Uh, and then for this example, say this subgroup, uh, I work on her and, say, people who have similar issues of, say, family values just being, say, forced upon you. Basically, that's what this feels like. Um, those kind of issues, uh, that subgroup of people who are similar to that, that gets worked on as well. So, Now, as you were talking about her, I was thinking about uh, people that carry weight in their stomach. Is yes. this a form of protection? Um, that's... I some people use it as a form of uh some people use it as a form of abuse you know um so either way e- either way you look at it if you come from a protection phase well then it's i guess a protection but some people actually you know they, they I look at it as an abuse like kind of like this woman uh or uh, I, I don't know I'm picking up on somebody whether in your audience or in your studio feels more like in your studio um Anyway, more like I don't feel good enough to, say, lose the weight or whatever it might be. Does that make sense? So they kind of abuse themselves because that's the programs or frequencies that they've been used to. So they have to perpetuate that program or frequency. It's a habit. They feel that way. It's a habit, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another question that came from Nancy in Florida. She said, Moss, you helped me tremendously by shifting my frequency in Florida. My nephew, Grant, is struggling, but my sister and I are not sure what is going on with him. He seems to be off this plane more than on it. Can you help him? Uh, Yeah, and and, and it was Grant, right? Grant, yes. Yeah. Um, He... From what I'm seeing, again, guys, I'm not a doctor or anything, but I'm just so this is I'm just suggesting um, way too much sugars for Grant, uh, and that it, you know most people or most kids take sugars and you know they get a little you know spacey or you know they get uh, rambunctious. Um, this actually, um, especially the modified sugars, from what I'm seeing, it, it's almost like. Um, what is it, acetone? Is that nail polish remover? Is that acetone? Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the sugars act as an acetone for his nervous system. So it's really kind of like irritating uh, his nervous system. So it'll get worse and worse if you don't do anything about uh, the, sh- the sugar issues. Uh, again, he might be eating, say, the same amount of sugars as any other kid, but it's he's way oversensitive for it, and that's what's happening for him. Uh, and that will bring him back into his body, really. He's actually just trying to move out of his body because it's uncomfortable, you know. So I would imagine there's uh, a lot of children out there right now that do feel uncomfortable in their bodies. Yes. Uh, it's because of the foods that they eat. It makes them uncomfortable with their bodies, so they don't know what to do. And then, you know, they act up. They have uh, what AD or ADD and all that other stuff that they call it nowadays. So, uh, but that's what's going on with Grant. Yep, bipolar. All that stuff is really uh, bad food. So the addictions and uh, for food and that kind of thing is the same thing. 
Um, well, addictions for food, that might be different. You know, like sugar cravings, yes, you know, that that is the same. But some of the other addictions, again, some people just want to destroy themselves because they have a program. So if it's not food that helps them destroy themselves, it's uh, being in abusive relationships. You know, So addictions come in different forms. Um, by the way, I work on a lot of people with addictions. Um, you know, and like, there's nothing wrong with AA, but you know how, like, for example, AA, it's like they help you get off drinking, which is fantastic, but then the underlying program is still there. So say you walk into a bar or you smell alcohol, you always have to have used willpower, right, to stay away from it. Um, the way I help, say, addictions is that, you know, if you remove, complete remove um, that underlying frequency, then... Just like me, where I don't drink or smoke, I I have no need to. That person has no need to, so they don't have, say, the cravings. Uh, If it's like nicotine, if they're trying to quit smoking, they don't have the nicotine cravings, or they don't have the need or want to, say, consume alcohol or chocolate or junk food or sex or whatever it is. Uh, They just don't do it because it's not in their frequency. That program is not running. So, Can Can this frequency be passed down from one generation to another, addictive frequency? Oh, God, yeah. That's how, you know, when when that happens, and, I've, and this is just by experience because I work on, you know, tens of thousands of people. Um, so uh, by experience, addictions that have, like, path, been passed down from one generation to the next generation so on, that's usually a control source. So some other source controlling that family so the best way to control somebody is to keep them weak, and that's why they have addictions. Uh, and then some people actually, you know, getting a little more extreme, uh, that family lineage is basically like a plant or a crop. They're being harvested for their spirits or souls, if you want to call them that. So again, they stay weak. They stay, say, alive enough to be alive, but then kind of like on The Walking Dead, they're hollow or empty. Uh, I think there's somebody in your audience, and I think that's why I'm kind of speaking about this. Um, so letting go of that uh, for them. So Does that make sense? Now, uh, yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, I, read, I read on your, um, your website about karma. Um, uh-huh. and I you, you do... You, it sounds like you don't believe in karma, but um, I do, in a sense. Oh, you do? Probably okay. not more than the, the public. Yes. Okay. So it is. It, it is a genetic, and that's why I say, you know, like karma. The way most people, it's like you did something bad, and then you're paying for it in the next lifetime, and so on. That's the most people's definition of karma, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I. And most, again, most of the things that happen to you are, you're probably not aware that you've created it in your life, really. Most people are not awake enough to create, say, karma for them, and that's why I say I don't believe in karma. Um, in the physical world, though, if you do something, say something bad, that badness will, like, recreate for you in another instance. Uh, but you don't take that over unless you truly believe in it. Then you can take it over. Um, but it's not because... You know, say somebody has cancer in this lifetime, it's not because they did something wrong in a previous lifetime. 
uh, or they're being punished in a previous lifetime because they did so in this lifetime because they did something wrong in a previous lifetime. Uh, I don't believe in that. No. Thank you Not for being all. more yeah. specific on that. Yeah. Yes. Now the the energy right now it feels mm-hmm. to me personally that things happen faster than they've ever have before. Mm-hmm. So what you put out yes. comes back faster. Is that true? Uh, y- yes, things do happen faster, you know, the frequencies of this of this time period, I guess, because um you know these universal frequencies are coming through washing everything and that's why I say the truth has to come out. Uh, because we're transcending into a higher form, so the densities, uh, um, the distortions, you know, of the world have to be cleaned out. So yes, things are perpetuating faster. Um, you know, a day, a 24-hour cycle is actually more, more like a 30-hour cycle nowadays because time is being compressed because things have to like speed up for the next transition to happen. Uh, and that's why people are feeling, say, rushed, things like that. Um, so, and, and things get magnified, by the way. So whatever, say, frequency that you resonate at gets magnified by, say, a magnifying number or uh, a multiplier. So for um, just to give you a clear example, say the frequency is coming in is at a level 10, and there's different waves you know, coming through, uh, and these waves get stronger and stronger, by the way. Uh, anyway, these frequencies that are coming in to wash the planet, let's say, is at a level 10. So if you're at a level, you know, 10, you get multiplied by 100, right? You get multiplied to 100, uh, so you get enlightened more to 100. Say if you're at a level negative 10, kind of like on the dark side, right? Well, you get multiplied or enhanced to a negative 100, so things get worse for you. And that's, again, in the Bible or the Quran or all that stuff, that's that one saying, you know, this is what it's really about. It's that that one saying that says, those who have, you know, will be even given more. Those who have not, even that, what they have, will be taken, uh, taken away from them. That's what they're talking about. It's really not about being bad or good or anything like that. It's just where you are. You get magnified by that multiplier. So... Well, it sounds like so that, we need to uh, look at uh, the plus ten. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your glass is half full. Yes. <laughs> okay. Moss, individuals are feeling more sensitive to things mm-hmm. in the outer world, yes. like relationships or world events or disasters, and mm-hmm. there's less tolerance, um, you know, like for televisions and noise and computers and that kind of thing. Is there a way to support more fully in circumstances? Uh, Yes, there is. And and, and again, that's this multiplier effect as it washes over. Uh, The truth has to come out, right? So everything is getting magnified, like you said, and that's why people are getting more sensitive. Uh, So there's so, excuse me, they're starting to move away from all the junk that's held them back in the past. That's kind of like controlled them or brainwashed them, really. So that's why they move away from television. They start to get more, say, secluded, because that's how you learn uh, about yourself. Uh, the best way to do it is no matter <coughs> excuse me, what environment you're in, is really pay attention to your being, your physical body. 
you know, like when you're driving, pay attention to your hands, your fingers, you know, your head, whatever it is um, that you're doing. If you're texting, you know, we're lost. Pay attention to how your thumb works or your fingers or whatever it is. That'll keep you into the moment. The present moment is really key. And then that's how you regain your strength. And then you don't get affected by, say, the outside uh, frequencies that are there. You get connected to your own, say, self-creating mechanism. And that's your spirit and pure source. That's a great great bit of advice because once you, like if you got lost, let's give that as an example, you get frustrated and it's even harder for you to find your way out, you know, find your way. So by by coming like back to your body, that that calms your whole spirit Mm -hmm. down. True. Like like you said, it's just like a GPS. It tells you exactly where you are, how you feel. You know, most people, it's like if you feel tense, if you, oh, go to your happy place. You know, that's not really true. Feel tense and be aware of it. You know, be aware of yourself feeling tense or if you get angry a lot. Uh, Whatever it is, feel that anger. Uh, and, you know, just kind of like a kid, you know, once they experience that toy that they've been crying for, they get it, they play with it for a second or two, and then they give it up. Uh, your spirit does the same thing, actually. Um, you'll see that you're, you'll get less angry once you really experience being angry instead of moving away from it. Uh, and then you climb out of where you are. So. Oh, that's interesting. So, um Actually, I, you know, initially I wanted for us to talk about going within for silence. So in a way, yes. that's going within no matter what you're doing. Yes. Uh, no matter what you're doing, you should always, say, operate from a place of, well, where you are, your physical form. Most people, like, they go outside of themselves. Even in meditation, they're outside of themselves. Right? They try to connect to a higher source outside of themselves. Uh, my meditations or what I do actually bring or force your spirit to get entangled with your physical body. And that's where, say, you get the massive results because spirit gets what it wants or what it needs, what it came down here for, to feel the flesh, to feel the physical form. And when uh, spirit gets that, well, the abundance, that's naturally there comes into your physical form or your experience, no matter what it is. That, that makes total you, sense because yeah. spirit wants to work through you, and how can they yes, work exactly. through you if, yeah, if you're out there? Yeah. Yes. So. The very first time that uh, we had you on the show, mm-hmm. um, I signed up for the 21-day meditation and that was very lovely, Moss. Oh, it thank really, you. Um, you know, it got me into doing meditation daily where before I wasn't, and that was um, very, mm. very nice. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah and, and it, it is different. It's not, I mean, I call it a meta-healing. It's like I get you into a nice deep meditative state, and then I work on you on the back end or at mid-level. So, yeah. And that's where the transformations occur for a lot of people. Yeah, that was beautiful. So what about how does one release health issues like from youth and even onward? Is that, again, once you are really more into your core level that those aspects drop away or what happens? Um, what, well, what happens on, on say, health issues from a child standpoint, uh, you know, a lot of, 
say those health issues again are like family structure or family values, right? That it's like I'll have what mom's having, you know, because we aren't awakened enough to create. Uh, yes, they get awakened, uh, and that's what I help you do. Is once you awaken, you actually move away from the say the family dynamics and start creating on your own. So a lot of people they actually you know I can't say I cure you know, anything, because um, I'm not a doctor or anything, but a lot of people move away from, say, the cancers or move away from the heart issues or diabetes, things like that, and they actually become healthy, uh, void from, say, the family, um, what is it, hereditary, like, issues, things like that, uh, uh, that they might have had in the family. They just disconnect, and not just physical issues, but then the emotional issues or relationship issues. Right, uh, that goes with it too. So they disconnect from everything, and they start creating, say, their own set of, say, values or belief systems. Very if good. somebody's de- if somebody's dealing with pain, would mm-hmm. you work with that the same as uh, what we were talking about, like getting into the body and and getting in touch with the pain? Uh yes, uh, exactly. Uh, depends on. Uh, well, that's the best way for, say, you to release it. Uh, but again, I'm kind of like that spiritual geek. I kind of know, say, I would kind of like go into your code and say, oh, the pain actually maybe originates from because of this, you know, because of X, so, and I can delete that for you. But for you to do it without, say, anybody else, without me or anything, uh, yes, you would get into the pain, understand it, and then it starts to dissolve less. Uh, it gets less and less for you. So but not everybody like, is. Not everybody's um, coded that way. Is that, is that what? Uh, what do you mean? No, uh, like, I just do it faster for you. That's uh, all. Okay. Whatever okay. I can do, you can do on your own. But I just, again, I just know. Kind of like you know, like if you have younger kids. I mean, uh, I'm kind of void from this example, but a lot of times, you know, you might be working on a computer. It might take you like three, four hours, and then you have a young kid or you know somebody that's adept to the computer. It's like, oh, let me do that, and it only takes them like a minute or two to do <laughs> exactly. uh, what you try to do in four or five, right? So I'm kind of like that, again, that spiritual geek. It's like, oh, let me just like remove this frequency that resonates around you, and then you know the pain might actually disappear or go away, or the illness that causes that pain might go away. So that's happened. that actually happens quite a bit. You know, people have been in... Uh, well, this one lady, for example, she had she had a headache for like about seven years, uh, she went to the doctor. She came. She was in Italy, and she actually flew over to New York, uh, and even the Mayo Clinic or something like that. Um, uh, she tried everything. Uh, she finally gave up, and you know, she had a session with me. She never believed in this stuff, um, and I didn't even. I, I actually didn't work on her. I worked on her mother because her mother, um, from uh, from the story. Basically, it's like her mother came in as soon as we connected, you know, via via phone, uh, and and her mother told me the whole story. And the story was that about seven eight years ago, they were at an airport. Her mother had a severe headache, and uh, she had an aneurysm, brain aneurysm. She collapsed in her daughter's arm, uh, and she passed away at the airport. Uh, so about a year later, her mother didn't say go into that heaven heavenly space, her mother just went into her daughter because she was afraid of going into that heavenly space. So about a year later, her daughter got headaches. 
So once I removed, say, her mother's frequency or her mother's spirit from her daughter, her headaches disappeared. And it only took like one, one two sessions. And this woman was in agony. Uh, well, just in San Francisco, actually this lady, she was uh, um, on a walker for 45 years. She got into an accident. Uh, I worked on her on one of these seminars that I did for less than five minutes. I didn't even touch her. I just from She was asking me a question about 100 feet away. Just worked on her, uh, and she actually walked out of the seminar without the walker. Took her half an hour to get to her chair. So, uh, two three days later, she was just walking without a, without anything, and uh-huh. she she joined us in Sedona to hike up the mountain, and she was in tears. You know, this is the first time because she loved hiking and she couldn't say hike uh, for forty some years. So, you know, those kind of things just happen actually more and more now, more instantaneous as my abilities get stronger and stronger. So. Moss, we need to uh, let people know that you, um, uh, who you are, Moss Sajadi, S-A-J-A-D-Y, and his website is moss, M-A-S-Sajadi.com, and that's S-A-J-A-D-Y.com. Yeah, or you could just go to mosssajadi.com. You don't have to have the dash. It flips over into the dash. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Okay. So masajari.com, and uh, he's yep. a gifted intuitive and healing uh, abilities, really potent, and you will, um, he's likened to oh, well. one of the most significant healers in history. It's pretty incredible what he does. And um, we're so lucky that he's going to be in the Bay Area. Uh, it's going to be July 18th, is that right? Yeah. Yes. July 19th, I'm sorry. July Sunday, July 19th at the Unity Church at 2222 Bush Street. So if you're in the Bay Area or close to the Bay Area, I would suggest that uh, you might think about uh, joining Moss. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'll be in the San Diego area July 11th. Yes. Yeah. And by Center for Spiritual Living uh, in Encinitas, California. Yes. Yep. So uh, uh, San Francisco, San Diego, I'll be in those areas. Just look on the website. Um, mm-hmm. Well, a lot of uh, as I'm looking on the outside the website, um, some of the VIP things are sold out. It gets sold out pretty quick, but the regular um, like seminar things like that, where I, you still get a chance for me to work on you, but just in a group setting, uh, those are still available. So uh, again, things get really sold out quite fast, actually. So. Okay, and then on actually in this area on the uh, Saturday the 18th, you'll be talking about things like um, destiny, and you have yes. you're in charge. Think again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you'll be talking about love. You'll be talking about spirit guides and relationships and prosperity. Yes. And um, yes. and pure really un- Yeah. Yes, really uncovering say the truth of what really, say, makes you tick. So once you understand that, then you get in charge or get in control of your life. And then on Sunday, you'll be talking about, um, and this will be at the Unity Church in San Francisco, on Sunday you'll be talking about the pineal gland activation, Mm -hmm. sources, messages, discernment, perception through mind filter. I like that one. Your perception through mind filter. Yeah. (laughs) 
You know, most people who are into spirituality, religion, or whatever, you know, it's like I work on them or they hear one of my, say, seminars and it's like, wow, uh, it makes sense now. It's like things start to fall in place for you. Um, Because you've always been, say, searching for, say, what's out there, what really works, and what I do really works. I mean, you get valid, say, uh, responses out of what what I do. It's not, it doesn't take you years and years. You actually feel that. Uh, pretty pretty fast, pretty significantly. So it actually works here physically for you. It's not a theory or anything. So. Now you, you're talking about uh, active, uh, when you're in San Francisco, you're going to be activating the pineal gland. What exactly mm-hmm. does that do? What does the pineal uh, it, gland do? It, the pineal gland area, I call it the communication center. So most people are familiar with like pineal activation. I'm sure there's a lot of pineal activation like things out there that you do. Uh, mine's uh, more different than than the normal. Uh, it's that whole communication center, and that's the communication between the two halves of your brain, between body and mind, and most importantly, between pure source and yourself through more, say, awakened uh, spirit, if you will, more enlightened spirit. And that's where things like really heat up or, or really, say, get activated for individuals. Once your spirit awakens, uh, the communication between you and, say, pure source uh, really, say, magnifies. And that's where people's abilities start coming in. That's where some of the issues just, like, fade away and so on uh, like that. So it's really it's really quite interesting. Uh, by the way, just as a caution, um, people do get, say, a detox feeling from, well, I, a lot of people get a detox from whatever I do, but this especially uh, sometimes people feel like their head is going to expand. Some people get headaches and so on, so just be aware of that. Okay. So after, if you're planning to come, after that, just to have, find some time to relax and enjoy yourself. And actually, there, uh, at these sessions, it looks like you can also be, uh, people can join you uh, through the Internet or webcast or Skype. Um, yes. Or by phone, so you don't, if you can't be there in person, you can do that. Um, which is really great. I wanted to ask you also about um, bone and joint health. Can you talk a little bit about that, Moss? Sure. Uh, again, sometimes it's a frequency, you know, hereditary values. Uh, but from what I see in, like, today's, uh, the U.S. society, uh, you know, a lot of my clients are women. Um, and, you know, I've gone to, like, other uh, countries. So I see, like, I see different frequency patterns. Um, the foods that we eat here, um, you know, in most, uh, again, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not saying anything against doctors. Uh, in fact, I work well with a lot of, say, the Western type doctors, but, you know, most people say, well, take more calcium. It doesn't really help you. So in fact, it, it hardens the heart area from what I see. So just be aware of that. And I'm sure I'm talking about this because a lot of people a lot of your audience is probably taking more calcium and so on. Uh, yeah. It's not helping you guys. Uh, it's really the an absorption issue, and it goes back to again eating more healthier foods for your for yourself, especially and staying away, um, you know, from the corn type product, you know, maltodextrin, glucose, fructose, all that stuff. You know, staying away from that, uh, really coming in 
uh, into a more healthier and that's where the absorption or reabsorption of calcium starts coming in. So um, what I see in a lot of people, uh, bone density, you take calcium, it doesn't get deposited into, say, the inner structure of the bone. It gets deposited on the outer structures, and that's where people get, say, arthritis or bone spurs and stuff like that. In fact, they, there's a brand-new study that came out. Uh, just like within the last two, three months, my sister told me about it. She's a doctor. She told me about that, and I've been seeing this for years in people where the calcium doesn't get deposited into the bone. So I work on that as well, you know, helping you, say, change your diet from an internal perspective, not not a willpower perspective. So you naturally, say, gravitate to the foods that are beneficial for you and stay away naturally from foods that aren't great for you because it really starts from there. And things like greens, like kale and spinach, I would think could could help too. Yes, definitely. And it, it was talking about how your um, uh, your body looks at food. Uh, I've been changing my diet. The other day, I, I walked in the grocery store, and my mind saw everything in that grocery. Three quarters of that grocery store was things that you shouldn't put in your body. And I had to observe that before. <laughs> I just started exactly observing that. that. <laughs> that's that's how it all starts. Really, you know, the 21 days thing, it makes you aware. Because as you say, ascend higher and higher, your body has to stay, keep up with you to keep with those vibrations because you're vibrating at a higher level. Uh, and as you vibrate from a higher level, diseases, you know, not feeling good and all that stuff have to like stay away from you. So that's why you have to eat better so your body stays healthier. So. I, can, I can see people going in and putting a masking tape across uh, uh, how the aisle is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not doable. <laughs> but it, happened, it just happened to be the 4th of July weekend when I was in the grocery store, and I saw people with their carts full of things like potato chips and, you know, all oh, the 4th God. of July stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of like turned my stomach, and I go, "Wow, you're changing." <laughs> you're changing. That's what happens. That's a nice. See, and you didn't really do anything, you know, right? No. It just like happened internally, and that's again a lot of the work that I do is just as it happens internally. You just start to see things from a different perspective. That's true. Yeah, you know, I, I was in Peru just uh, last week. The food there, so uh, you know, the vegetables, even the meat. Uh, you could, I, at least I could tell. Well, my kids could tell as well. Uh, they just sensed that it was so much better for you because it wasn't processed. It wasn't like gassed or anything like that. It was just they picked it off the fields. They brought it into the restaurant. That's how fresh it was. Uh, and it felt good eating it. And we didn't eat that much, actually. I, I know uh, you don't eat that nutrition. much. It, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah so, so removing self-defeating patterns. Yes. <laughs> now, for years and years and years, people have been talking mm-hmm. about connecting with their spirit guides. And mm-hmm. um, do we need to be careful with that? You actually do. Uh, in fact, most of the people that I work, they the spirit guides that they connect with either like disappear um, and they never come back uh, or, again, haphazardly, or they don't connect with them you know, as often as they did. Um, because a lot of times, you know, those those spirit guides aren't, say, from a pure source. They're really past programs that keep you, say, stuck in the same programs. 
Uh, did that make sense? Uh, so you say acknowledge or summon a spirit guide that will keep you, say, in that program. That's why your life hasn't transformed. Uh, and then some other times I actually work on people's spirit guides to enlighten them as well. Uh, and then they, they connect to a higher level as well. Oh, so, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should do a, a seminar or something on that, uh, enlightening your spirit guides to help you. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> That's great. You know, to go, I guess, deeper, because uh, I think in your group there's more, um, people want more explanation. You know, when people ask for, say, connection to, say, God, or I call it pure source, whatever you want to call it, um, they expect somebody enlightened to come in. Right. Uh, after a while, nothing happens in your life, and it's like, please, um, you know, please, God, can you help me? And then after a while, nothing happens. It's like, please, anybody can help. Can anybody help me? Right? Because you're looking, and then somebody comes in, uh, and you know, your life transforms, and you think that spirit guide or you think that connection is actually from pure source. It's really not. Um, you know, and even Jesus said, um, anybody can heal, but be careful how they heal you. Make sure it's the source of of, of God, to use God, right, to heal you. Uh, so just be, again, ask. Just ask if they are your spirit guides or anybody that, say, you connect with, whether it's healers or doctors or a lawyer or anything. Are they a pure source? And see what the answer is. Most of the time, you'll shy away. Uh, Such good so, advice. Yes. Great. Good advice again. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, there, there's a, a few things here that I that I just like to say to the audience is like stop running from yourself. Moss um, mm-hmm. saying things like this. Stop avoiding the pain and pretending to be fine. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, stop resisting, denying, and silencing your grief. Yes. Stop all the distractions, the excuses, the reasons. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Uh, you know, there's know. more and more and more stuff like that. People like, again, they try to run away from where they are, and like, like a GPS, like you said earlier, you know, it's like you can't go to where you want to be if you don't know where you are right now, right? So just get in, immerse yourself into the pain, into the grief. Uh, you'll see that just like float away once you really immerse yourself. I know so many of us put stuff, uh, you know under the carpet, let's say, and and if we don't deal with it, it keeps piling up. It keeps piling up. Uh, And that's, you know, you said that so perfectly. Um, You know, most of the, say, the traditional things that you do out there, the energy, whatever, what happens is you create a workaround. Uh, So by that I mean is that you really actually say compress and suppress that frequency that resonates in you, and then you hide it away in your body somewhere. And then that's where the pain or disease happens for you. Uh, or you create a workaround. It's like the thing is still there, but it's like you're okay with it now, but not not really. But you live life the way it is. Uh, again, total deletion is is really the key, and that's what I do for you. There's one question here uh, just before we leave. Uh, Mm-hmm. Lady, she has arthritis. Yes. And because it was about piling up, um, she wants to know if her arthritis is due to not dealing with what she should deal with. 
Um, that's true. You know, and 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 you know, just tapping into this woman, um, uh, and you know, maybe she can contact contact your you know radio show after just to verify. But it, it seems like she she yes she does run away from things, and she thinks that's the pattern of running away. But it's really not about running away. She's actually running away from her grandmother or her great-grandmother that just keeps, say, pushing on her uh, to come into her body, although they're, like, gone. Uh, you know, they're in spirit form. So it's that frequency, again, of pushing into her. And that's what she's, like, cowering away from. So her whole life experience is, like, moving away from this, say, spirit or entity that's there in her family lineage. Uh, she's running away, so she thinks she's running away from everything. So let's just help her, say, move whatever that spirit is. Uh, not the best of grandmothers or great-grandmothers or even maybe mother. Uh, anyway, uh, that's a female line. So just removing that, she can actually, like, stop running away and stand still, and then that's where she'll feel good about herself, and she'll actually strengthen uh, so do you see how that say changes uh, yeah. and then her bone structure will get like say healthier uh, by the way she'll actually feel really good about just being here from what I'm seeing it's, 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 it's like she's never had time to just sit still and just like look at the beauty uh, even in this short session she'll that'll that door will open up where it's like wow I can stand still and just Take a breath. She's always been running. So come home. Now to help yourself. her daughter. Now to help her daughter. Daughter also, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, it, well, depends on the age of her daughter. The younger, the better, you know, because it's like they copy uh, those patterns. Uh, the older. Uh, does she have an older daughter? It seems like like nineteen twenty. Uh, from yeah. what I'm sensing, uh, around that time. Yeah. So that. That daughter, she has to like make a decision because she's on the precipice of of uh, well, one, she's moving away from her mom, from what I'm seeing. Uh, two, she's coming back into her mom, from what I'm seeing. You know, she's so she wants to move away, but she still needs her mom. So you know, that's that kind of feel. So she'll have to say go through some experiences of her own, and then it's like, oh, I get it. And then she'll come back with her mom at a stronger, say, relationship mm-hmm. uh, between the two, not a distorted relationship of what this person had, you know, with her mom and grandmother and so on. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that'll shift for her as well. So there you go. Master Johnny, thank you. It's been always You're so welcome to have you with us. Well, it was a, the hour so passed by. The hour wow. passed so quickly. So that was an hour. Wow! Well, yes. I had my eyes closed at all the whole time, <laughs> just working <laughs> on all of you in subgroups and so on and all that. So wow, that's uh, that's amazing. So yeah. very nice. Thank you for having me again, guys. Sorry, right, thank uh, you. Take care, guys. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Right, thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.